What's up, everybody? Scotty Avia here for the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. I know it's not the same intro. That'll come in a second here. Uh, I just wanted to jump on real quick just to let you know, we've recorded this episode on Wednesday while Dynamite was on, and a lot of this podcast is about stuff that we were hoping would happen. And as we were recording the show, a lot of things happened during Dynamite and throughout the rest of the week that pretty much answered all of our questions and concerns that were coming up in this podcast, but still check it out. It is a fun show. Great discussion about collision belts all in CM Punk, all that fun stuff. So thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Let's send it over to the voiceover guy. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Do I have everybody's attention now? Rebel Radio. Burn it down! Rebel Radio presents the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Finally, The Rock has come back home. Scotty Villa brings you your new favorite pro wrestling podcast. There is nothing you could do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. He's got the latest in covering all of the major promotions in professional wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Breaking news and hot topics. He's covering everything from Monday night till Sunday night's main event. I'm the hottest thing in professional wrestling. I'm Dr. Rit Baker. D. And we never forget to go old school. I was Rowdy before Rowdy was cool. From the Golden Era. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. To the Attitude Era. And if you're not done with that, then he's got two words for ya! To the Revolution. It's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to and everything in between. This is your pro wrestling podcast. This is in my house. Give me a hell yeah! Welcome everybody to the In My House Pro Row Wrestling Podcast. Scotty Via here with Paralegal Mike. Mike, it's uh, a, another big week. The beginning of a big summer for wrestling i think it's kind of starting right now we got a lot of big shows coming up on aw side the federation side uh so it's 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 looking real good i'm starting to get fired up for a pal yeah i mean we're always fired up for wrestling <laughs> yeah, it's true <laughs> could be another summer of punk am i right i mean it could be it could we'll get into that we'll, we'll actually oh, we'll touch on that in a second here but uh how are you everything good doing all right oh, everything's peachy keen Love to hear it. Been watching any wrestling lately? No. <laughs> I keep, I keep, like, again, keep yeah. up with it. But mm-hmm. I mean, I hear Dominion was really good. Yep. Really enjoyed that card. So, other than that, no. The Fed seems to kind of be boring. I think the full WrestleMania hangover lull is in full effect right now. There's a lot of things going on with Mortar Championships being named. I'll touch on that real quick. So on SmackDown, uh, Oscar was giving the WWE Women's Championship, has the word undisputed yep. on it, but they never mentioned that. Great. We get to Monday Night Raw. Rhea Ripley gets the Women's World Heavyweight Championship. That's the same as Seth Rollins Championship, but for women. And I'm good with that, dude. I, I saw that. I'm like, okay, cool. You're making sense of it. 
I wish it would have happened at the draft when all this stuff went down. I thought that would have made more sense. All right, no more of those titles. These are the new titles, this, this, and this. I'm curious as to why they didn't do it other than maybe the belts weren't ready. That's the only reason I could see why they wouldn't do it at the draft when the Raw Women's Champion gets drafted to SmackDown and if they're not going to do the swap of the belts, why I, hold off? I Again, this is a thing where it's like, the belts aren't ready. Fuck off. You're the <laughs> WWE. You've got a goddamn locker filled with concepts for belts and mm-hmm. how they're going to look. So I think it's a fucking bad excuse. So, oh, the belt wasn't ready. <laughs> no, that's just a shift in fucking booking. I don't know yeah. whose fingers are in it, but also they love revising the titles. They do. They, they do. do. Like it, it keeps it fresh. Like think about younger kids jumping on. Like that'll be their title, you know? Mm, for sure. Like how we have ours, which is smart. So that's happening. Um, Cody Rhodes is uh, facing Dominic at Money in the Bank, <laughs> which I think is very fun, even though Cody Rhodes is still calling out Brock. So I'm not 100% sure what, if this match will go down. Tom's the biggest Dom's heel in fuck yeah in the Fed. He's getting the biggest booze, whether they're piped in or not. And from every account and people watching the show live in the arenas are saying no, he's getting the biggest booze. And, I which would, is great. I would believe that. No piped in bullshit. Like he is the hottest heel going. Yeah, and uh, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be a good rub for Dominic. I think it will make Cody look like a, a bigger main eventer kind of guy, just kind of beating up on. Uh, a smaller guy that's on the up and come, but I think they'll do. A, I think it'll be be a good match, dude. I think it'll be fun. I I mean I don't think it helps Cody. Yeah, it keeps him on TV. He's up against the biggest heel that's how, getting. How sad is this state of affairs for Cody Rhodes? How low is this guy's fucking stock? His stock is fine. His stock is great. Two main event well, matches you, with Brock is it because Lesnar. did you forget about WrestleMania again? We're in a new season, Mike. It, it, everything was reset. <laughs> On April 4th, whatever the date was. So it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> no, I just, I mean, I know there's obviously big plans for Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. This is just filler. But Let's be honest, it's filler. I'll, it, I'll admit that as a, Tony, as a Cody fan. Off times, start holding some fucking belts, man. I think it's outside a, a real, like, get some belts on these guys. Yeah, I, I'm waiting for them to do some of the tag team championships. I think that's the last piece that they have to solve with Kevin and Sammy holding both tag team chat- titles. They still have the red belts and the blue belts. Something's got to be done there. I think it'll come because I would love to see more tag team divisions mean something. It looks like they're wrapping up the tag team division on SmackDown with the gauntlet match coming up, but it's it's something that I need, need to see happen. Although Sammy and Kevin are doing a great job representing both shows and on both shows. So yep. can't complain too much there, pal. I, uh, I'm very excited about money in the bank. We're going to get into that in the coming weeks here, leading up to it. Yeah. Not a whole lot of news out right now to discuss breakdown. So we'll just get into what I think is the hot topic for this week. By the way, if you're listening to us on Spotify, thank you. Give us a good old five-star rating and hit that share button for us. You'll find us on the Instagram and Twitter at in my house pod. Same thing with the Facebook that's where you can find us. The plugs are out of the way. This week is the debut of AEW Collision on Saturday night. Oh. Live pro wrestling. Finally about to collide. Worlds, worlds collide. <laughs> yeah. Live pro wrestling back on Saturday nights on TNT in the States. In Canada here, it's streaming on TSN+. Plus. So if you have TSN through your cable provider, 
you should be able to log in that way. If you don't, you can still purchase the streaming apps uh, for TSN Plus and watch it that way. Uh, it, the big thing is the CM Punk's return. He's coming back. He's going to be a main focus of this show, as all the reports are saying. Uncle Dave is 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 been toting that for a little while. Somewhat of a soft roster split, unannounced roster split that's just going to happen. And when you see the graphics I, of, you know, it feels like. Go ahead. Sorry, I'll let you finish. I, I was just going to say when you see the graphics of Collision, there's a lot of the same wrestlers, and there's a lot of not a, a, of wrestlers that you just notice. Like there's no Kenny, there's no Bucks, there's no Hangman. Uh, it's pretty apparent that there's going to be certain wrestlers on this show because they're pushing those guys and gals heavily. I saw. I forget who did the report that there is no like real talk of like a proper split. They may come came from Tony. I got to find that article, but. I have a feeling like because the internet loves saying like, well, CM Punk can't be around the Bucks. Yeah. I bet they're going to blow that wide open. The only reason you got to come back is because you had to fucking build bridges again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, man. Like, unless this shit was all work, which I'm still kind of in that camp. Because <laughs> really, like you're, you're bending over backwards to give this guy a show on Saturday night, which may or may not work. Yeah. In the new TV climate, like it's great wrestling's back on Saturday, but I just don't, I don't know the draw of television on Saturday nights anymore. I'm not watching TV on Saturday nights. And I'm a homebody. So I am, uh, there's no way to sugarcoat that for me or hide. I, I, I don't go out a whole lot on the weekends. I like my downtime. So I'll be watching live. So the show is for people like me, the people that are yeah, diehard and stay it, in. Listen, like I love wrestling as much as the next person. Oh, sure. but life happens gorgeous outside. There's things to do. Absolutely. And I, and I, I mean, it's not like I'm not going to watch it. I have access to watch it. Like I can watch it on the app and do that. But, but I just, I don't know what those ratings look like on a Saturday night. I'm outside worried, of dude. a pay-per-view, you know? Yeah. Outside of a pay-per-view. I'm, I'm very worried about how those ratings will go after this first week. Also, I, I wouldn't be too worried. They fucking threw a bunch of money at them. Well, you're right. I, I mean, I'm not technically worried about it, but curiosity-wise, I have worry on that side. I, you look at the ratings for Rampage, and they just continue to drop at all times. Yeah, and it's not good. They've done that. If you want to watch the Hardy Boys, they're pretty much exclusively on Rampage right now. If you want to see how that storyline's going, they're putting big stars on Rampage each week, and people just aren't tuning in for whatever the reason may be. For me personally, I've got to go to TSM Plus to watch it. Sometimes if I'm not there right away, it doesn't catch up to the show. So then I'm like, all right, I'll watch it once it's done. It's not up yeah. on TSN's website immediately after, even the next morning after. It's a battle sometimes. So it's like, well, I've already seen 90% of it on Twitter. I know how the show goes. I don't need to watch it. I'm yeah, thinking the same thing will be with with Collision. Well, I worry because Rampage had the CM Punk start. And then CM Punk exclusively showed up on Dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. So, like, you kick off the first dance with CM Punk on your show, and then that show just fizzled and fizzled. But now it can be a good show. Like, I don't know. You really got to tie your programming together, and that's why I worry more about a split, like a so-called split. Yeah, so you got to find a way that people can be all adults and work because you're gonna have to work. I think we're at that point already. I think that part is already done. That's just a guess. That's just a, a hope, I guess, a, and and a guess for backstage stuff. Uh, something that I'd like to see, 
jumping on what you had said as we're recording this dynamite is on right now we know how close cm punk is with ftr they're teaming yeah. up together this uh this weekend for a collision for a big six-man match right now it's adam cole versus mjf in the opening match for dynamite what i would love to see right now is one of ftr guys just standing on the stage watching and then later on have another guy the other one on the stage watching a different wrestler or a different match and then in the main event where it's the young bucks and hangman both ftr guys are standing on the stage watching planting that little bit of a seed of like are we gonna get cm punk and ftr versus any of these guys why are they watching these specific wrestlers just to plant a seed even if they don't pay it off right away before all in anything like that plant that seed a little bit of punk versus the elite I I would think the show to maybe do that on is after the victory they're going to have on Saturday. Yeah, that that makes sense. I have other people watching them. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think they should be going because like, I think they should be the heels. This is a good segue into uh, what you brought up off the air for the show. CM Punk obviously returning. We're talking a lot about it. You had proposed the question today to me. Does CM Punk need to apologize? When CM Punk comes out in collision, does he need to apologize to the fans, to that locker room? What's your your thoughts? Because I like my I gave you my answer over text. We'll go over mine, but yeah. I didn't get yours. What's your thought on the CM Punk if he has to apologize? Uh, I went back and forth quite a bit. When it when it hit me, I'm like, I gotta text Mike this right away or else I'm gonna forget about it. So I hit you with that. I'm like, hey, yeah. cool. it's sticking with me now. And my initial gut is absolutely yes. Not because he has to, but I or he should, but I just think it's a good gesture. A good chunk of the AEW audience, us included, saw that press conference. Saw it, well, how he... I guess what? Ev- the world did. Twitter yeah, blew right? that up, man. He, he embarrassed himself, the company, his president of the company, the owner of the company, Tony Khan. And... At the end of it all, kind of looked like a selfish baby, right? He just won the championship. He had a, a master feud ready to go with him and MJF. And he sounded like a whining indie darling, in my opinion. So my my first thought when I text you that, I'm like, absolutely, he should. Uh, not because he it's it's demanded of him or he should feel that way, but I think the fans would really respond well to that especially if it's heartfelt and if it's out of nowhere like if people aren't expecting it i'm not expecting it i'm telling you that right now i don't think we're gonna get that but i went back and forth of like well this is pro wrestling mike does he need to do that to put himself over more as a baby face in chicago he's gonna get cheered uh just as loud as he did every other time he was in chicago he's getting mixed reactions right now so he may not do the apology just to stay as a tweener for when he goes out, he can play a heel in certain towns and play a good guy in certain towns and people will still pay to see him either way. So I, I went back and forth for me. What I would like to see just as a fan, maybe it's because it's more dirt sheet type of curiosity as we're getting a, a peek behind the curtain. He's going to open up as Phil, not as CM Punk and just apologize. And talk about uh, yeah. no, no. I, I I actually would be 
surprised if he caught a promo. I think they're going to have his music hit, and I think he's going to go down wrestle, and that's going to be the show, personally. Interesting. Because you, you know what? You're like you said it best. You're in Chicago. You're get you're getting love from the hometown crowd. Yeah. How is CM Punk fair in every other city? When do we really see the mixed reaction from the crowd? I mean, because that was the when they announced the CM Punk, you heard it split. Yes. So you don't know what to do. You're booking going forward to like, well, we can play into this. Like, we have you come up as a badass heel. He knows the business. He's not Hogan. Yeah. Like, you're coming back. You're going to work. You're the bad guy or the good guy. We got to find the one that works. I think FTR is on a good spree of being good faces. Very good. But they can easily change. They're great bad guys. All they have to do is jump the bucks, right? And no, uh-huh. don't, don't yes. do it in Chicago. And that's all you have to do. But this is like we've seen it. Like the elite or sh- the shift is happening. So yeah, we yeah. are we're seeing the elite go back to being uh, faces. Yeah, my only worry is is if Punkins and FTR turn heel on the elite, it could be too close and reminiscent of the Blackpool Combat Club just turning re- like in the last couple of months to go after the elite and having great matches and all that stuff. But that just happened, and now you've got another pseudo faction going after the elite as well i think it becomes very much of them versus the guys that started the company and i think that turns people off a bit we i think we need to see kenny going forward as a single well that's happening yeah yeah that's like that that's we're way past that now like he's kenny's not getting in the mix of any of this to catch and him that's the plan Mm -hmm. that that's the plan Kenny will. That's the plan. Kenny it, it, Omega against someone else of his caliber. Like, what's? I just don't see the benefit of tying back in. You got your three. Yeah. You've got beef with Punk. The works there on that level. I again, I, I would, I, I don't think the guy should ever apologize. Like, we're 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 past that now. You want to apologize? You could have fucking said something on your social media. You could have stepped up. Yeah, I think it's more of. I like seeing things on my TV. On my TV show, I don't have to see things on the internet because I can see it on my TV. That's just... I don't but we know. talk about this time and time again. It plays into the culture of AEW. Yeah, that's a good point. You do have a great like, point there. Like, I, I hear you. Like, you're right. You should say big moments for your fucking television, your, your show. Mm-hmm. You want viewers. But that's hard to guarantee. Social media, you get way more views on that than you will on your television. Yeah, especially when it comes that's to like just the truth. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- well, yeah, but it's just the truth. You're going to get more eyes on it. You need more retweets. You need more reshares. You're going to have all that. Do you think, Mike, and I think I know the answer to this already. Do you think if CM Punk does apologize, there's wrestling fans out there that were actually pissed off and annoyed by what uh, he did. Do you think they'll go, thanks, man. I can be your fan again. I don't think so. If I'm being honest, I think there's either people that like Punk and just didn't like what he did. I'm that guy. I didn't like what he did. I didn't think it was good for the business for AEW, but I still enjoyed the guy wrestling and the working, and I'm excited to see him back. Does that over? But does that hurt like the brand overall if you don't like what someone did? I don't like what a lot of wrestlers do on a yeah. weekly basis. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think it hurts brand at the end of the day. No, it didn't. But we all know how things went for AEW after after Brawlout. AEW took a bit of a dive 
a lot of storylines got screwed up and you could tell that there was a lot of scrambling and makeup storylines, which were good and were fun. Look, we wa- I watched every week. I bought the pay-per-views. So for me, it didn't affect it, but they lost a lot of momentum. And right at the same time when WWE grabbed a lot of momentum and ran with it for a good amount of time, pretty much right up to WrestleMania. AEW also had time to build their young talent again. Very true. Very and true. in doing that, you're right. It's slow to get there. You were without the elite. You were without CM Punk. But in that time, more guys got to have screen time. And look, it won a great favorite four-way because of it. Yeah, that, that's very You were true. able to build some other guys up. Orange Cassidy got to that stardom again. Darby filled, filled in when he needed to or when he was asked to and did a great job. Uh, Jungle Boy did his thing with Christian, which I think looking back probably was a better program than it gets denotarized for. Christian getting hurt in the middle of it didn't help, mm. but you know that was where it went wrong. But you sure. can't help a guy for getting hurt. Like, yeah, it, you, can't, you can't blame him. Sorry, absolutely. So uh, Jungle Boy's doing his thing. Yeah, and Sammy back with the JAS, but then also kind of coming into his own. And are we getting a baby face Sammy but yeah, you're right we got a lot of guys stepping up Ricky Starks stepping up Ricky Starks really stepping up everyone did their thing it was fantastic so uh that's how wrestling works when a spot opens up someone fills it people fill it and we keep on going it's one of those things where I'm curious to see where we go I'm kind of also very curious about if that didn't happen like the fantasy book what if that never happened what was the next steps for the elite I think we both know that the steps for CM Punk and MJF were going to be the feud. And Which is wild because they had a great match and a great feud. But I know that's what this is kind of going to, unless they're really planning. The only thing they can be planning is doing a trios run with um, Punk and FTR. I could see that. To me, that makes sense. It, it builds a lot of time because I think a lot of people are going to want Punk Benning getting back into the main event picture again very quickly, mm-hmm. which makes sense. He's a top guy and a top earner. Uh, top draw, but you can't just rush that in. They didn't for the first time. They waited all, almost a full year before he got that world championship. So I think we can do that again. Trios would be great. I mean, if we're seeing FTR and CM Punk versus House of Black at some point later this year, I think you're oh, going to cool. get really fun. Yeah, right? We're going to get fun matches out of that. So we're getting there. We're getting there. But uh, speaking of pay-per-views, before we sign off here in a few minutes here, pal, we're a couple weeks away from Forbidden Door. And we only have two matches announced and we don't really have any other seeds of anything for any other matches. And you know me, I don't really like when AEW does this. I don't know what's going to happen. I know their MO, but I think the new Japan part, it makes it tricky for them. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, on AEW dynamite right now, we're getting a full blown video package of CM Punk. Oh, interesting. Is it like old shit? No, it's it's like a new video package of him talking to the camera, working out, talking over clips and everything like that. This is brand new. But anyway, uh, well, yeah, when it comes to Forbidden Door in AEW, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see more. I'm expecting something to happen tonight as we're recording, because, again, two weeks away, the leader in the in the main event, something's going to happen. I don't think Kenny's on this show which means I don't think we're getting Will Ospreay. 
I'm just getting irritated. The show's away, uh, two weeks away. I'm excited for it. It's going to be a fun show, but we've only got the two matches announced. What else is going to happen? Are we getting Sonata, the, the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, against anybody? Are we getting MJF versus anybody? Are we getting the Bucks versus anybody? Bullet Club versus anybody? What is going on, Mike? Where's a, where's the rest of the... Is the forbidden door locked now? What are we doing? It seemed that way last time, and the show ended up pretty good. Yeah, I'm just... Uh, let's go, right? I hate that saying, but let's get moving. Let's start this fucking thing. What's yeah, happening? I, I mean, I hear you. But uh, I don't know, man. You you got Kenny and Will. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I feel like I'm just being a whiny bitch because we've got two legitimate, in my opinion, dream matches that are happening, and I'm still here bitching. <laughs> so, I uh, think um I think something will pop off of the Bullet Club soon. You think we're gonna get Bullet Club versus Bullet Club? I don't necessarily know that, but like gold representation with some other members. Mm-hmm. Fucking love a goddamn giant tag match in Japan, so I don't see why we're not doing one here. It's what they do, Mike. It's what they do. I just I can't predict any other matches right now. I, I just can't. Isn't that fun, though? We talked about this, too. Isn't it nice to not be able to predict? Dude, I love being able to, or not knowing what's going on and fantasy booking. But we don't even have like, like hints of are we getting Naito versus so and so or Orange Cassidy versus so and so or this tag team versus this tag team, so we're not getting any of that. And I'm getting antsy. What are we doing here? Two weeks away. Major I think, um, Sold I, out. Think Orange, I think Orange is going to lose the title at Forbidden Yeah, to someone in New Japan. Yeah, yeah, I do. Orange loses the title. I I think would be great against who. I don't, Who's I don't strap? Who do you want to try to build up? Like they're doing a lot with Kushida in New Japan, in Japan and America. He's working a lot yeah. of American dates. He's walk, working a lot of uh, Japan dates. I could see that. People it's love great. Kushida. It's great awareness too. Like, is your Japanese audience really watching AEW? And if so, why not? I, I I don't know. I know that New Japan Globe Twitter and Instagram account for the last two weeks has promoted the aw dynamite card each week and for I'm me sure as fuck hope so when you're doing a split show with them right and for me i'm like all right here we go we're gonna get something this week we didn't get anything last week which you know it's just my fault for getting my hopes up and this week there's been no teasers that i've seen i don't do spoilers so i don't follow anybody that does uh spoilers i so. you know what i don't either like i don't my twitter is really not mm-hmm. on people who are like oh so and so is coming but no, I, I I think just be surprised. I mean, tonight you're getting that CM Punk fucking promo. Maybe you apologize. You got all your wishes in one promo. It could be true. I've got it muted right now, and and it, that part's over. I'm like, man, I've died to figure out what he said there, and 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 see what if there's any seeds planted. So excited for that. I'm curious if we're gonna see him at at Forbidden Door, Mike. We haven't even really talked about will CM Punk be at Forbidden Door. And if so, against who? Missed opportunities last year. Was he hurt last year? He was hurt last year. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That would be interesting. I could see him going up against a guy uh, like Tanahashi. Tanahashi Yeah, a guy who can wrestle his speed now, which is kind of (laughs) slow. Yeah, exactly, right? It's not jabbing him, but like, you're not that dude. Mm -hmm. You know what? To be fair, CM Punk was never that dude. So... CM Punk worked a very 
old school style of wrestling. And I loved it. So always. Yeah. Fucking reignite to him and Joe. How's the Punk and Joe go again? I mean, maybe that's a good start here on, on collision. We're going to get punk versus Joe in that six man. So that could be the start of it. So I I'm excited about that. I think that'll be great. We don't have a Jericho match at new Japan. There's, there's so many options right now, dude. Well, only time will tell. And by time, I mean two weeks till we know for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm excited about it, obviously, for Bindor. It's sold out in Toronto. I think it'll be a, a super fun show. I keep saying that. I'm, Mike, I'm not going to lie. Full disclosure here. I say that a lot in the podcast. I edit it out so much because I just, I say it like 10 <laughs> times a fucking show. <laughs> so I clip a lot of it out. Uh, but uh, for Bindor's coming up, there's a, a, a lot of eyes like mine that are like, what's the card what are we going to see what are we going to get i mean the building's sold out so you don't really have to announce anything anymore but it's coming up in a couple weeks in toronto collision this weekend saturday night at i want to say six o'clock eastern here in saskatchewan eight o'clock or six o'clock central eight o'clock eastern uh for canadians it's on tsm plus streaming if you're if you're watching it let us know send us uh some messages let us know what you think of the show. Uh, obviously, at In My House Pod on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, too. I've got my phone around for the most part. I'll be watching it as well just to uh, see what this new show is. I'm very excited about a new show. Mike, I think uh, I think we touched on some great subjects tonight. I think it's been a fun show. We did. I think it uh, was something that we just needed to really grind into. We hit some topics that I didn't even know we were going to get into, but I thought we did a great job. We always do. <laughs> hit us up on the uh the socials like i said if you're listening on spotify that share button is right there just hit it don't worry here's the thing a lot of people think if they hit that share button they're gonna go oh no these people know i listen to wrestling and like wrestling but just hit that share button. Yeah, i did listen to it yeah the fuck cares <laughs> exactly. exactly yeah give us the old five star all, all rating. those people who are gonna make fun of you probably watch anime as well so do i right I play video games i do all the nerdiest shit Put on a great podcast too, pal. You put on a great podcast. Right. (laughs) It's been a fun show. Fight forever coming soon. THQ, please send us our copies. I still haven't seen it. June 29th. Pre-order and get pre-order bonuses if you want. There's many games. Give us that review build. I will be horribly honest. Yes. Yes, you will. (laughs) Don't talk to Bioware about that. (laughs) <laughs> we're excited for AEW Fight Forever coming out June 29th pre-order now on all your favorite consoles get the pre-order bonuses if you do pre-order let's wrap it up and let everyone go on with their day and tonight let us know what you think of the show hit us up on the socials at Man My House Pod for Paralegal Mike I am Scotty Via. this has been the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast Cheers, welcome to my house, baby.